Excited. I mean, first game we got we got we got one game last night. I don't know if you watched any of it last night. Uh, I watched I watched like the second quarter. Sure, 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 sure. I watched uh, a good chunk of it. Um, obviously, every every year they do the um, the the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. Had the Jets and uh, the Browns kind of taking each other on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, n- nothing too exciting, but it was football regardless. Uh, obviously, uh, LSU has kind of gotten in the swing of things with fall camp. Uh, we'll be discussing that to this evening and, and some things we've been hearing and, and things that have been discussed um, and seen. A little recruiting update as LSU continues on the hot trail in uh, the month of July and here in early August now. Um, the Tigers recruiting has no doubt been heating up and, and has been doing phenomenal um, landed a recruit uh, a recruit today, um, and we'll discuss all of those things. And of course, we are doing our position group preview, and we will be doing the defensive line tonight. A group that is it is full of talent. Um, a yeah. group that could potentially be the best group on the field. Um, oh, very excited about the defensive line this year, and I'm, I'm looking forward to discussing that and and. Uh, um, I mean, Brian Kelly has done a fantastic job and uh, with with getting things together uh, with the defensive line compared to last year in terms of like depth. So For we'll sure. discuss all of those things and we will get to it. Uh, looks like Carl Dunn's already in here throwing some comment in. Happy opening camp weekend. Football till February. Praise God. Praise God, Carl. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> Amen, brother. I mean, we're we're gonna have football from here on out, regardless of how exciting it is. Football is here, uh, and we are less than. Let, let me let me let I mean let's let's put it in perspective here, Zach. Thirty days. We are less than a month away. Less than a month away from Tigers' first game. I, I am. Woo! It, it's been the most I've been excited in a while. There, there's no doubt. I mean, we were pretty pumped last year. BK, you know, first year, what can he do? But, I mean, man, second year, it's like he's had some time and, and done some things, and it's like, let's do man, yeah, let's, let's go win a natty or something like that. You know, it's something about that second year around LSU that it just – boy, we like that second year. Kim Mulkey, Jay Johnson, what can BK do second year? So, Zach, uh, uh, um, Carl Dunn, all football topic, Dylan Cruz. Yes, uh, I mean, I thank you for mentioning that, Carl. I actually well, you, text, you said that in our group message the other day. Yes, I, I actually texted that Last to night. Zach and my dad the other day. Uh, or it was, I think it was yesterday. He went three for three. Uh, no all surprise. on the first pitch. On the first pitch, yeah. All Double, on the first single, pitch. single, three pitches. Look, and that also, Zach, does that not also go to show like what SEC pitching is like? Yeah. Right. Right. Because Dylan Cruz wasn't doing every first pitch like when he was playing at LSU. It just goes to show you like if you go to school, it can be really beneficial for you. I mean, Dylan Cruz has faced the best of the best uh, at LSU uh, and in the SEC. And um, I I think he's going to jump pretty quickly through rookie ball. 
and make his way into the show in in no time flat. I, I mean, he he will be there pretty quickly. So, Dylan Cruz, congratulations on the great opening uh, first day uh, or, or first game in your professional career. We are not surprised in the slightest. Three for three with three runs, including a double. So, all right, Zach. Uh, fall camp is underway. Um, I mean, man, it came quickly. It is exciting times, no doubt. I mean, it got here quick. And, um, man, we're on day two now as of uh, today. It's day two of fall camp. Yesterday was um, the opening day. Um, obviously, it's always exciting to talk about fall camp because when you get, like, spring football, like, it, it's it, it, it's something to look at football when there is absolutely no football. Uh, unless you're like yeah. a USFL, XFL, whatever. Um, like when there's no football whatsoever, there's a little bit of football in spring football. And there's something to glean from it, but really not really. Um, fall camp is when you really like to start paying attention um, because this is when you start seeing like depth charts begin to form. Uh, starters and and players starting to separate themselves. Um, you know, uh, for example, last year, Zach, fall camp, Will Campbell be, began to separate himself. Uh, yeah. And everybody, be, it became very evident, okay, this freshman is going to make immediate impact. And no doubt he did. No doubt he did. And, I, I mean, that's those are the kind of things that you're, you get to see in fall camp. Who Who will be the guy? Right, you kind of start with who you expect, and and, and kind of maybe some veterans, some guys who had played from the previous year, and then you just let it go and start seeing from there. And man, it's exciting to to get to dive into this. Um, there's some other good news coming out of fall camp, other than just the beginning of fall camp uh, storylines like John Emery, Zach. Um, yeah. So Zach, I mean, just off the jump here, second day in. What are some of the things that you're hearing that you that you're liking, um, and, and some of maybe the the hot topics as fall camp has st- now started? Well, I gotta tell you, Reagan, I, the first thing I had to do is go figure out all the numbers. <laughs> yeah, they always yeah. switch them up. They always switch yeah, them up. Yeah, because there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of newbies, and so like I had to go to the roster and just yep. go through it and like find everything out. And let me tell you, Reagan, like like from start. To finish, like, there's a lot of repeat numbers this year. Like, oh, a yeah. ton of repeat numbers. Just to like name a few, like of the first of the first few numbers. Like, number one, you've got Aaron Anderson and Omar Spates. Number yep. two, you got Kyron Lacey and Ovia Gofu. Number three, yep. Logan Diggs, Greg Brooks. Number four, John Emery, Harold Perkins, because Harold Perkins has switched from forty to four now. Yep. Uh, Jaden Daniels, Laterrence Welch switched from twenty-seven to 27 five. five. Yep. Jordan Allen's number six. Shelton Sampson's number six. Major Burns switched from 28 to eight. So now hey, you have Malik sure Neighbors like and Major Ner- like Burns. Yeah, I do like that. Of course, we'll see you know who gets seven, but we'll find that out later. Ricky Collins, 10. Denver Harris, 10. Jackson Howard, 11. Brian Thomas, 11. J.K. Johnson, 12. Kyle Parker, 12. Yeah. Garrett Nussmeyer, 13. Brain Swinson, 13. Jay- I mean, the list goes on goes and on, on and on. on. Yeah. Like, let me, let me see if I can find the last one for you. It's it's a little ways. Well, once you get to the bigger numbers, it it tends to kind of the last the last duplicate is twenty two. Deuce and Armani. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so like, there's a lot of new guys out there. There's a lot of new guys (laughs) out there. A lot of repeat numbers. So you're like, is this offense? Is this defense? Like, (laughs) you know. But I've 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 enjoyed getting to watch uh, a lot of the footage that's you know been released. Of course, it's not you know they only get to see like the first fifteen minutes. Um, so bit, we're only yeah. getting to see just a little bit, you know, of that beginning uh, of practice each day. But I, I got to say this. Um, the first thing that stood out to me, not maybe not the first thing, but one of the things that uh, I've noticed, which is a lot different than last year, is mm-hmm. the tight end room, right? Yeah. I mean, last yeah. year, as I said, I said this on Blake's show, last year you had Mason Taylor, and after that, like, that Nothing. really that was it. Nick like, Stores. You had some guys. You had you had bodies, right? You had bodies, but like, it wasn't the same, right? Was it Jack Mashburn, yeah, that was it. Was Jack yeah, Mashburn, Mashburn and like, there, stores and like stores, like, and that was it. That was, that was it because uh, I mean, Cole Taylor had transferred out, right? Right. Right. So, um, this year it's different. This year you got 
four solid dudes. Like three of them are freshmen. Yeah. Three of them are freshmen. And young you've got four solid dudes. There, it's a young group. Obviously, Mason Taylor, like he seems like a veteran there, but he's only a sophomore, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which he'll hold it down for this year, obviously. He's a vet for sure now. He, yeah, he, like he's I mean, a long he's a dude. Vet. He's a dude. You got Jackson McGowan, you got Camorian Pimpton. And you got Mac Markway, and I've heard a lot of bit good things from all three of those guys. Yeah, Mac Markway is like a a sight to behold. Apparently, he's just a mammoth of a man, a uh, big guy. Like like I mean, he's like one of those like get off the first guys to get off the bus like type guy, right? Right, right. Um, we heard a lot of really good stuff from Camorian Pimpton yesterday. The catch yes. radius is eye popping. Um, he uh, he he flashed a lot yesterday. But Jackson McGowan was the next guy up after Mason Taylor. A lot of people, and you know, when we get to fall camp, as you mentioned, Reagan, they're looking for all right. Like we're going to start to see the depth here. Yeah, is it? You know, are we starting to see like you're going to start to see a little bit of who's running with the ones, who's running with yeah. the twos, who's running with the threes? Like that's going to start to show a little bit, right? Yeah. So yeah. the tight end room for me uh, was was. Uh, was important for me to see because it's going to be different. Like, and I mentioned this on Blake's show, like you're going to see two tight ends on the field a whole lot more this year. Like that's going to be no doubt. No a doubt. set that is featured in this offense this year. No um, and so who is emerging as that other guy that could be alongside Mason Taylor. That's an interesting storyline to me. On who the flip side is? of the, who do you think it is? I think Kamorian Pimpton ultimately as a guy, I understand that Jackson McGowan like is, like kind of been running as the second the yeah. second guy like but i think with what happened yesterday and i mean just even before then i was thinking it would it'd be a uh Camorian Pimpton. Pimpton. so Re- yeah. i think the reason mcgowan's probably with the been kind of the guy after is because he was in spring practice and healthy and he was yeah. kind of the only like the only i mean if you remember from the spring game he was like the t- only tight end out there and he got hit several yeah. times like like yeah targeted several times not hit i think but, you know i so think it's probably where catch, it would though. be in there i think all of them can catch though no doubt um no doubt. and you know we'll talk more i don't want to get super deep into that because we'll i talk agree more about i think that. it'll be pimped in for sure i think we'll talk more about that once we get into um the tight end room yeah yeah and that discussion but i mean that that was big Second thing, like, I wanted to see who was out there on defense in the secondary. I kind of know yeah. what to expect on the defensive line. I mean, Jacoby and Guillory was in over Makai Wingo. That's because Makai Wingo's been dealing with a slight injury. Yeah, he's um, So, like, I don't think too right. – you know, don't think too much there. But um, yeah. I was like, okay, who's going to be there yeah. in the secondary? I expected Zai Alexander. I thought Denver Harris might be the other guy, but it was Deuce. Deuce. I thought Deuce, Deuce might get a lot of action at nickel. Yep. But he was the second. He was the other starter opposite of Zai. Yep, um, sure was. And then you had uh, Greg Brooks at the nickel. You had uh, Major Burns out there as well. Um, I kind of thought we would see, you know, like Sage Ryan at the nickel, Greg Brooks back at safety. But you know, I honestly think like Greg Brooks is probably best at that nickel slot. I feel like he's really good there. Uh, I feel like he excels there. So, can you find another safety that you trust opposite of Major yeah. Burns? And it seems like Andre Sam, who wears number 19, is going to be that guy. Um, he had a phenomenal first day. It was it was exciting to see him excel. He, I mean, he's a guy that I mean, it's he's only he's a one and done type guy. Like this is going to yeah. be his only year at LSU. Uh, this is his seventh year in college football, which is just insane. To think. <laughs> Um, like dudes, he's an old man, right? Um, right. Kind of a smaller guy, but he has the experience. He is a tackling machine, which we talked about whenever it was announced that he was coming to LSU. Um, and obviously the storyline with the secondary is, uh, they kind of got cooked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they kind of got cooked yeah. a lot. Uh, I understand it's first day, but you know they were doing one on ones, and you know you had like freshmen out there cooking some seniors, like. So that's a storyline that I'm very interested to see the rest of fall camp. Outside of that, I was uh, obviously wanting to see, you know, who emerges out of the, out of the um, church of running back room, right? Like, like it's, <laughs> it's an entire church. It's a, it's a congregation <laughs> of running backs, man. Like, holy cow. You got like, options, man. You got you, options. 
yeah, like you, that's a whole youth group out there. Man. I got a lot of enemies, <laughs> dude. So I, I was interested to see who kind of emerged out of the out of the, the running back group, and it's uh, from what I saw yesterday, it seems like Noah Kane and our uh, excuse me, John uh, Josh Williams were the ones uh, you know kind of running with the ones there at the beginning, and then you had like Logan Diggs and yeah. Trey Bradford there running with the with the twos a little bit from the, from the footage that I saw, but. We all know, like, I, like obviously, we're looking at depth. We're looking at like who's running with the ones with like with the running backs. Just, just forget it. Like, just forget about all that. Uh, it's gonna be by committee yeah. thing. Like, it really doesn't matter who's running with the ones and the twos. Like, with the running backs, like it's going to be a complete committee, which we've we've said. Um, you know, when we dis- when we discuss it in our position group breakdown, you know, we'll discuss more of like, what is this running back good at? What is that running back um, excel at? What is this running back's weakness so where this other running back can pick them up? Like, that's kind of what more of what we'll get, get into. But I know a lot of people are going to be interested to see like, okay, who's running out there? Like, right. trust me, guys, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter who's running out there first. Like, it's not going to matter to me who takes the first snap. Uh, against Florida State because like you're gonna have a bevy uh, of guys that that play and participate. Yeah. Um. So, in anyways, that, that that I just wanted to say that get that out there. But yeah. I mean, I think that was, those are the main things that I took from from day one. Day two, biggest thing I took, you got to see John Emery back. Um. And he's not missing for academic reasons. He's doing an internship. Uh, that's gonna hold him back a little bit. I don't know if you saw on his, I think it was his Instagram or reel or something like that. He's like, "Hey, I like I'm gonna be missing a little bit, um, and it, because of this internship. So like, there's gonna be times that John Emery's not there. We shouldn't freak out. It's because he's dealing with an internship. So, but and that is a part team, of. Though. He was with there today. He he was so, there today. Like, he looked, he's done everything he needs it. to do. They like, were op- they were operating, you know, within the red zone today, doing some fa- like. I'm really interested to see what the offense looks like pre pre uh pre snap because based on what I saw today, it looks like they were doing some like very fast pace, like get to the ball, like get on yeah, the ball lot, and lot we're of running a play. Like it is play. like no huddle whatsoever. Like huddle, like get the play in, hunt, line up, and we're running it. Um, as me and you talked about a lot last year, um, LSU did a lot better when they were in the hurry up. So you know. I think they kind of probably recognize that, and they probably want to want to uh, progress on that this year. So that was interesting to see from today as well. I haven't been able to do a deep do a deep dive on today because I just got back from work. So usually I take that time, some time after work, to, to look at that, um, and I haven't yet to do that. But those are the two biggest things that stood out to me from today as well. Yeah, in terms of just kind of bouncing off one thing that you were talking about is in terms of the wide receivers and the DBs and the DBs being cooked and you know everybody said that, but BK also kind of in his press conference, you know, kind of reassured the the fans like, hey, don't freak out about the DBs. Like that was kind of expected. That was expected in that drill. When when there's no pass rush and it's one on one like that, it's always advantage receiver always. I mean, playing defensive back is one of the hardest things to do in sports. Like hitting a baseball and playing defensive back is is, is up there with some of the hardest. You can't predict what your opponent is doing right? in, in all of sports. I, I mean, you're literally backpedaling, and whoever's in front of you. I, I mean, in terms of like LSU, you know, whoever's in front of you is like a Division One, four or five star athlete. You know what I mean? Like, so backpedaling and trying to it, it's it's always advantage receiver, and when and when there's no pass rush. And it's one on one, like they did a bunch of seven on seven stuff, you know. So there's no pass rush there as well. Like it's advantage receiver. So that that that's kind of set up to be um, advantage receiver. And really, in terms of like defensive back, you're, you're more worried about lining up, like what, like like knowing where you're supposed to be and knowing your assignment rather than coverage and, and making sure you're not allowing your receiver to get the ball. Um, so, you know, nothing to fret about and worry about too soon, but it, you know, it was something that was noticeable, uh, day one, um, in terms of, uh, the tight end, you mentioned that a little bit. I've seen a lot of film of Camorian and Pimpton, uh, a lot. And they're saying like, dude's got gained like 15 or so pounds since he's been on camp. 
Shout yeah. out Jake Flint and the strength and conditioning team. Uh, they do a phenomenal job. Jake yeah. Flint, like, like, I don't, I mean, maybe it's talked about enough. I don't know if it is talked about enough. Jake Flint and that strength and conditioning team is a difference maker for LSU. Um, I, I, you know, I love Tommy Moffitt to death and I appreciate all the years that he gave to LSU, but that was, I mean, we, we have upgraded. We have upgraded in terms of strength and conditioning. Um, you know, I'm talking about uh, Braden Swenson. Uh, it was either Paris Shand or Braden Swenson, one of the transfer uh, D-line guys. I can't remember which one it was. But they posted a picture of the day they, like, like before they started summer workouts at LSU and then at the end, and it was, like, a very noticeable difference. Uh, like, toned up, uh, muscle, you know, you know, like, looked really good. Uh, in terms of like condition and, and shape, and, and so I I'm well pre- pleased with what Jake Flynn and them are doing. And you bring a freshman in and Camorian Pimpton, who's already like, you know, six six, you know, tall catch radius is crazy. Yeah, and you add 15 pounds of muscle to him, like <laughs> it, it's it's really good stuff. It's really good stuff. So I've seen a lot of film with him, uh, running running stuff with like Garrett Nussmeyer and whatnot. Um, some of the standouts already, Omar Spites, I think is going to be y'all, man, our linebacker room is going to be awesome this year. I, I almost Omar and Harold are, are going to wreak havoc on offenses. It's, Dude, it's a great, ain't bro, it's a great the outside combo. bro. Ain't happening. You better go up the gut. Dude, you got Omar, who is just a tackling machine, like a, a gap filler, like you're just not getting past me type of guy. And then you got Harold Perkins, who's just a freak athlete. He's, he's, he's like honey badger made over. He's all over the place and you better watch your back because if you're not watching your back, he's going to strip the ball from like, like he's, it, it's going to be causing a lot of problems. Like Omar could have like what Damone Clark had a few years ago, like, like leading the sec and tackles type guy. Yeah. Um, so that those two have been sticking out in fall camp a lot. Um, in terms of of the receivers, I've been very uh, curious, uh, and, and I'm going to keep an eye. I want to keep an eye on this. We have a ton of talent in this room, but it's like I, I think Malik Neighbors is the only guy who you can say he's it. Like he's the one. Maybe Kyron Lacy because of what he did in the spring and. Of course, he's returning, and he was a starter last year. But, man, like, there's a lot of unproven guys in this receiving room, but it's so much talent. So who's going to separate themselves? Um, I'm really excited to see that. I saw some film on Shelton Sampson, the freshman, uh, and he looked like he was playing well. And Chris Hilton seems like he's playing well uh, also. But the name I feel like I've been hearing the most in terms of a guy who's stepping up is Aaron Anderson. Um, I think Aaron Anderson's going to play in the slot. He's got freakish speed, and I think he's going to be a difference maker for this team. Um, So really excited about him. Um, Another thing that I want to point out is just from the film that I've seen, guys, Garrett Nussmeyer telling us that he's coming back and he's staying and almost solidifying the fact that, hey, when Jaden exits, it's my turn. Like it, we're we're at that point now with Garrett. When he exits, it's my turn. And what I've seen in film and from fall camp is the dude is working. I feel like that is going to be a great transition. Not only that, if you wind up losing Daniels in some way, um, I, I don't know if it's. I mean, it's going to be different if Daniels goes down and Garrett yeah. has to come in, but I don't know if it'll be a huge fall off like it typically is with starter to backup. So that is really exciting to see. It looks like he is very intentional. He's working on his craft. It looks like to me that they have got him a a lot more uh, contained, whereas before he was just guns blazing, wide open, just sling it down there and see what happens. Yeah. Now he's I feel like he's going through his reads better and he's not just you know throwing it out there. Um I do like seeing the the up pace uh no huddle offense that you were talking about. Hopefully, 
in terms of last year, we did better in no huddle offense because it it took Jaden Daniels' mind out of it. When we were taking, you know, when we weren't doing no huddle, Jaden wasn't quite used to the system yet, and we know he was a little bit more jumpy last year, and that's when we got into problems. But whenever you went no, you know, you went tempo no huddle. Jaden kind of had to react quickly, and you know it kind of took his mind out of the game. Essentially, I, I don't know how you say that without it sounding bad, but like you know, he wasn't having to think about everything as much, and 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 think about the system that he's in now, and read the defense, and you know, it was just like, all right, get on the ball, snap the ball, throw the ball, get on the ball, snap the ball, Make run the play. ball. I like seeing the no huddle though because I think. It's not something you have to rely on now, but it's something that you can u- utilize to be a threat. Yeah. Um, and I think Jaden Daniels is is going to be a lot better outside of no huddle. And so no huddle is a threat, and it's not a must anymore. So I'm pretty excited about that as well. But lots of good things. That I, know, I know we kind of need to move on. Lots of good things from fall camp so far, and it's only day two. Um Zach, you already touched on it. John Emery, uh, BK is is totally with the team now. May miss here and there because of this internship he's doing. I'm really happy for John because he's he's taking care of what he needed to take care of in the yeah. classroom and his academics. And you know he can play football now with the team. Um, fifth year guy. You know you really you really hope for the best for John. So much expectations for him coming in as a five-star number one running back in the country. I, I just hope he has a fantastic year. I'm, 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 I'm really proud of him working his tail off and sticking with LSU because it could have been so easy for him to, to dip into the portal and, and be like, whatever, you know, I'll, I'll go figure it out somewhere else. But he's done what's necess- what's been required of him, and that says a lot. That says a lot about what BK has created in this culture. Really proud of him. Really proud of him. All right, Zach, let's talk a little recruiting. Obviously, things have been heating up, and we just picked up a recruit today. Um, Jelani uh, Watkins, the receiver out of uh, the Houston area, commits to LSU. Zach, this is this is one of the fastest <laughs> – this is probably one of the fastest receiving recruiting classes in a long time. I mean, we got speedsters, speedsters in this class. Um, with with Jelani uh, probably being the top guy in terms of speed and yeah, Kylan uh, Billiot and um, Michael Turner Jr., JoJo Stone. I mean, we're talking about some speed. This guy's like, uh, you know, all state track in in the state of Texas in Jelani Watkins, like a two point two one or a a ten point two one one hundred meter, like great pickup for BK in this staff um they're really excited about this rec- recruiting uh receiving group um but man it, things are heating up outside of that uh obviously we talked about some commitments we picked up last last uh show and Ori Williams and and Joseph Cryer on the O line um but man Zach August 10th big day. big day it's a big day what are you thinking about August 10th in this recruiting class because it's coming together, Zach. For a long time, for a while, people have been griping a little bit, like he's yeah. been slacking a little bit. Hey, yeah. you jumped into the top 10 today. And on three, on three. in two, four, seven, you jumped in, jumped in the top 10. And and boy, August 10th, if you land, you're going to jump <laughs> some more. Zach, tell me about August 10th. Well, um, what I what I can say about August 10th is I'm excited for August the 11th, which which will be you know <laughs> our our, uh, our our show following that, right? Heck yeah. Um, yeah. it's going to be an exciting time for LSU fans, I believe, uh, with Caden Durham and Colin Simmons set to both make commitments together. Duncanville. Yeah, the 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 boys. Which, by the way, uh, there's a few other Dville boys that are out there still. Uh, that LSU is in on. I'm going, man. I'm going blank. You may be uh, thinking about 2025 Decorian Moore, five-star receiver. Yes, yes, Decorian Moore. So next, um, yes, Decorian Moore. Uh, I want to say there's another one, Reagan. There's a lot of like Maybe. Duncanville's a, a big <laughs> school though. LSU is in takeover mode, bro. LSU is taking over Texas, man. Like, <laughs> like, hey, hey, Longhorns, hey Aggies, hide your kids. Hide your wives. 
hide your recruits. Because we coming BK at coming up in there. <laughs> BK coming up in there. And uh, I think Thursday is going to be more of that. I think this upcoming Thursday is going to be more of that. Shoot, I Caden Durham. Wait. We know Caden Durham is heavy, 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 heavy LSU lean. Yeah. Um, sure. And him and Colin Simmons just so happened to be announcing at the same time together on the same day. Come on, man. So, Come on, man. Come on, yeah. man. On three has that have put it has put in their predictions. Um, the on three LSU guys have put in the predictions. They both have predicted Caden and Colin both to commit to LSU. Um, We've done our work as well uh, with these situations. So that's all I'm going to say about that. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be exciting. I mean, I'll be honest. I'll be surprised. I would be surprised if both of them are not Tigers. Uh, I I would be. You're definitely getting one. You're definitely getting one. You're definitely getting one. You're definitely getting one. I would be surprised if you don't get both. So, yeah, it's, it's a good time for LSU. Uh, recruiting, and as you mentioned, they cracked top 10 today. Um, you get both of those guys, two, you're near the top five, right? You might push be in the top push. five, but you're push at least near it. Yeah, um, you and might you're be not, outside. You're not in. done, you're not all the way done, even after them. No, you still got Dom McKinley and Wardell yep. Mack uncommitted. Yep. Which, by the way, I will say this, Zach, and since we're talking about recruiting, we'll talk about it. I'm a little disappointed in how they've handled Don McKinley. Yeah, he's, he's a five star. Right now. He's the look, he's the number one guy in your state. This should not be that competitive. Like, this guy should have been locked up. So I, I am a, I'm not saying they're McKinley? not doing it. I'm not I'm not saying they're not doing their due diligence, but I mean what you're doing for Colin Simmons, you should be doing for Don McKinley. Like, I'm not saying they won't get him either, but it is Look, let me put it this way. I, I will. I'm not afraid to say this. It's more competitive for Don McKinley, the number one guy in your state, than it is Colin Simmons. Like, yep, you, you're more in it for Colin Simmons than you are Don McKinley right now. Correct. Um, so I'm a little disappointed in that because it. Look, the push has been Louisiana, and you've uh, no. I mean, I mean they've done f- fantastic in the state of Louisiana this year. So I, I'm not knocking them, but it's the top guy in the state. Like you got to get it. You're LSU, um. So I'll be and really him, disappointed if you don't get it. Both him and Wardell Mack, um, both those guys right now are kind of favorited towards Texas. Thank, thankfully, um, though, Dom did make it to the splash, and yes. supposedly the red carpet was pulled out. I mean, all yeah, stops. So you're gonna. I mean, you're gonna have to do some work there with both those guys. Yeah. Um, and let's see. The good news, both, college, I mean, both of them are Louisiana, so you, you gotta, you gotta go, go hard. I was, go I was, hard. Th- I was thinking, yeah, I, I was thinking one of them was Texas, but both of them are Louisiana. So, man, you you gotta go hard for both those guys. Um, I'm look, look, I'm okay if you don't land Wardell. I, I'm okay with that because you got some great DBs in this class. I mean, I mean, you went to Florida and plucked Kai Bates. Um, you got Deshaun. Uh, is it Deshaun McBride? McBride. Um, you know, you've got some good DBs in this class. You don't necessarily have to get Wardell Mack, but Don McKinley, in my opinion, is a must. I mean, I would it, I, it would be a fail if we don't get him. Like, not as a whole recruiting class, but just on him specifically. If you don't land him, that that's on the staff. Like that, that's I feel like a little bit unacceptable. Um, that yeah. you need to reel him in. But but in terms of Colin Simmons, Zach, uh, Colin, I keep wanting to say Collins Simmons. Colin Simmons, um, dude. Colin Banry. You know, yeah, exactly. You also, you all, we talked about this on the show last time. He posted the BK effect, but then I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, but we saw the little video that was shared as well, mm-hmm. where the phone uh, rang and it said Colin Baton Rouge. You know, and then it was clips all from his trip and all this stuff. Like, man, it looks really good for Colin. It looks it really, really good for Colin. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah. I mean, you've you we've gotten some crystal balls and and some you know some predictions already in for Colin for LSU. Um, you know, I think Billy Billy Embody put one in about sixty percent confident LSU. Shay Dixon um, did as well. Shay Dixon I, I did. Know, as I don't well. know his percentage, but. 
he did. But you know, those are two on three guys. But so I really like where we're at. I, I mean, I will be surprised. I mean, may, maybe he just pulls the cat or or, or pulls the pulls a, a stunt on us and, and goes Texas. But boy, it, it feels really good right now. It feels Wilt, really good. I mean, Wilt Fong has done as well uh, with two four seven. He's put in uh, oh, his. You like pick. Fong? You like him to get a Fong bomb? Yeah. So I mean, I mean, now he's kind of like. You know, they're all kind of like in that medium area. So, like, there is still a little bit of that oh, it's doubt. A that it's, it's a battle. battle. Um, I think you you we'll like see. your chances there. For sure. Reagan, let's get to some comments before we take a quick break. No, uh, Josh, I want to say Josh, John, not Josh Turner. John Turner. Uh, John, appreciate you joining us. I don't know. This might be the first time I've seen you join us. Um, so, if it is appreciate your first you, time, we appreciate you. If not, welcome back. Maybe it's just your first time commenting. He said, I think Denver plays better when the pads are on, a man-to-man type corner that plays better when he is physical. Yeah, we'll see. And, that you know, that was something that was mentioned long, a lot. Long way is, to go. Long way to go. Yeah, there's a long way to yeah. go. You know, what happens when the pads are on? We're going to w- wait and see. We'll find out. BK, uh, RP, uh, as always, BK takeover in full effect. I think Kane gets the first carry of the season. Wow. Got a little, got a little hot take there. Yeah. Maybe not too hot. But I don't know if it's too. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't I don't know if it's, if it's too, too hot, much of a, a hot little, take. little prediction. I like it. I like it, RP. I like it as well. Uh, John also said uh, Josh Williams has been the best all around back last year. So we shall see. I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, it's. Pro- I mean, my pick would be Josh because of what he did last year. Because he is the the vet. I mean, he's worked his tail off to get where he is. Like you probably run him out there to start. But again, as we as we mentioned. Listen, guys, it doesn't matter who the first guy is on, on the first play. It doesn't matter, with all respect to RP, it don't matter who take the first carry. Um, yeah. All these guys, I think, are going to get theirs. Now, like the freshmen, you know, you're probably going to see them get, you know, maybe, I don't know. Like, they're, you may they're see, carry. like, Trey Holly take a red shirt. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. Trey Holly well, may take a red shirt. And, and Caleb Jackson. Caleb Jackson and may Caleb take a red Jackson. shirt. Like, there's just that many guys here. Yeah. RP said Omar uh, is going to lead the SC tackles. Um, Reagan, I, I have a question for when we when we do the linebackers. I don't know yeah. when we're doing them. I can't remember. I know you sent the list. Um, Correct me if I'm it. wrong. I think he led the Pac-12 last year in tackles. So. I think so. Yes, I think that's Which, correct. By the way, Pac-12 is dead. Pac-12's oh yeah, dead. dude. Dead. Oregon and Washington both. Gone. You know how many that leaves them after Arizona, Arizona, like State. six, five, four, four. Stanford, Cal, Oregon State. Oh man, Washington State. Washington State. That's the other four. That's it. That's it. Golly, man, that's brutal. Back twelve. I mean, back twelve died quick. Quick. <laughs> I saw. Uh, I saw. I think Blake posted it today. It was Thanos when it like the body disappeared. <laughs> like you just like, like he's like pack twelve. Be like, like brutal, man. brutal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty. Yeah, gone. Man, the, the uh, realignment. I don't know how I feel about realignment. I really don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if I, I think. Like I mean, it or like I, th- it. I really. I don't think it's going it. towards an NFL type style. Like I'm the only okay. difference, okay like you're gonna have two super conferences, kind of like you got the AFC, you got the NFC. Like you're gonna have two super conferences. They're gonna play each other. Obviously, there'll be some crossing. ACC but next. The only thing different, I, the only thing I think you're gonna see that's different from like an NFL style, you know, is like teams are gonna go and play like FCS schools and Group of Five schools, you know. On their schedule. I mean, I think that's what's going to happen ultimately. Um, is you're just going to become a two massive super conferences yeah. that play each other, and yeah. you know maybe maybe it's like six from each, six from each conference or from each conference get to go into the playoffs. Like, and know. you get twelve. Like, I think who knows? I mean, who knows? But I think that's kind of how it's going to look um, for. It's going to take awesome. a while though, because Big Twelve is pulling some in. So correct, correct. Um, yeah, it's going to be a while. Like Big Twelve's around for a hot minute. Uh, Tyler Townsend said, "What's up, guys? I'm running late. It's all good, Tyler. Up, Rewind. You want to hear what we talked about with fall camp? Rewind. Uh, no talk the first two days. Uh, obviously, exciting stuff. Okay, let's take a quick break, Reagan, and then when we come back, it's time to break down the defensive line unit. Let's go. Uh, As you mentioned, a lot of good stuff to talk about. We'll be back right after this. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. 
They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, at Saints Anthem. And at Twitter, at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. All right, we're back. And, uh, man, Reagan, I, we might have to hurry this up, but I'm telling you, bro, I'm hungry. My stomach's screaming. Okay. Tell <laughs> <laughs> me. I'm hungry Zach. for some football. Oh, man, like you wouldn't believe it. So, Zach, this group, there's a lot of guys. And this is a good thing. This is a good thing because last year you didn't have a lot of guys. And, man, that's you the worked, biggest take from this you, year and last year. You worked Makai Wingo and Jay Roy to death. I mean, you yeah. worked them like, like crazy. I mean, it, like what Makai Wingo had Wingo the Wingo most did? snaps of a defensive tackle in the in the entire country, dude. What he did last year, as much as he played, and for him to play as well as he did was very yeah. impressive. Very, very impressive. impressive. So very I am excited helped. for this this depth, Zach. What were you about to say? I was saying now he has help. Now, oh, now, yeah, now, now he can get some rest now, man. Right, yeah. <laughs> and keep, keep him energized so he can play him even better. Because, he, I mean, he was a freak his freshman year at, at Missouri, and he was great last year. What can he do yeah. with some some rest now here at LSU? And now he's a vet. I mean, he's a vet of vets. Um, so, Zach, obviously you, you got four spots. Who are your four starters? Let's just start there. Well, I'm not going to base it off yesterday because, uh, as I mentioned, Makai Wingo's kind of ha- deal with a small small injury, nothing to worry about. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I fully believe, though, you are going to see Mason Smith and Makai Wingo in the middle, I think. No doubt. No I doubt. think Savion Jones, who had a really strong season last year, uh, is going to be your defensive end, and then Ovia Gofu is your jack, and he's got a lot of experience. Um, and And – you know, he, he's a guy that, that I mean, kind of looks like – I mean, when you think about um, – I'm going blank. I'm going blank. Who was our Jack last year? I, I know his Harold name. Bill Perkins, B.J. Ojolari. B.J. Ojolari, thank you. Good B. grief. I, I don't know why I couldn't think of his name. Uh, you know, yeah. you think of B.J. Ojolari, uh, I mean, they're not exactly the same, but Ovia Ogofu fits that mold, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's other guys there that, that are going to uh, – pl- play in those roles and other guys that uh, are going to rotate at different positions. But as you said, Reagan, uh, the biggest thing now is depth. And I think with those starting four, um, having depth, they're going to be able to excel even more because they're going to yeah. be rested and healthy uh, whenever they come back into the game. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's those four for me, Reagan. I, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I'm, I'm right there with you. I got Savion and Ovi on, on the edges. Um, Ovi is a veteran as well. I mean, he's played, he played at Notre Dame for BK, played at Texas, and now he's here at LSU. Lots of, lots of football under this guy's belt. Um, really excited to see what he can do, um, here in his final year, uh, for the Tigers. I I think he's going to put on for his draft year, and I'm excited about him. Uh, there's, there's no question. Uh, I think the scariest part, of this defense, well, I mean, that's kind of hard to say with Omar and Harold behind them. Yeah, but Mason Smith and Makai Wingo up the middle. In the is, middle is dangerous. Is yeah, dangerous, like man, I mentioned. I mentioned earlier, like good luck running sideline to sideline on this team. Dude. Hey, good luck running, running up, running the, up middle. the middle, man. Jeez, Louise. Good luck. Them big man. boys in the middle going to stuff it on the inside, and then you're going to have Omar Spates. And Harold Perkins roaming, roaming the outside, like you better be able to pass. You better be passing the ball. Yep. You better be passing the ball, dude. With Ma- Mason, his freshman year was amazing, and last year he was poised for an amazing sophomore uh, campaign. Unfortunately, you lose him on the like the first freaking drive of Florida State with a torn ACL. Man, that was brutal. And I think he is hungry to come back. 
and and wreak havoc, and and he is going to be a problem. I mean, he is a freakish size, freak athlete. I, I am so pumped about him. Uh, so I think we agree on our on our four starters, Zach. But I mean, look, there's so many guys behind them. I mean, we need to talk about like who who's also going to make an impact uh, because there's going to be other guys that make an impact. You know, just off the top of my head, Zach, in terms of the edge, you have a true freshman in Deshaun Womack, who yep. is a five star, can make an immediate impact. You got Quincy Wiggins, who dealt with an injury and redshirted last year, who was a top recruit, his as a high school there. And and from all implications coming out of fall camp is Womack and Quincy Wiggins look look explosive. Like like they 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 are there to play. So in terms of the edges, you've you've got guys who can come in behind them alongside Jackson Howard, who was a top 100 recruit last year as well. Um, yep. I think Jackson Howard would be a great fit for the Jack spot, um, a, a great fit for for that position. So, I mean, that's three guys behind two we've already named that are really good, Zach. Um, who, who, who's going to be in the middle that 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 can make an impact as well behind them? With you know, I mean. Cause it's loaded, man. I mean, you got like, yep. I feel like you got like nine guys who can really make an impact. I mean, think Eight, about this: guys. Jacoby and Jacoby and Guillory is a backup. Yeah, yeah. Jacoby and Guillory is a backup. Like that dude's starting on who knows how many teams. Yeah. Um. In in on any other team, and he's a backup. He's gonna be a rotational piece. Yep. Uh, for this team, you know, guys like. Uh, you, you got the, the transfers like Jordan Jefferson um, and Jalen Lee. Obviously, both of those really guys like those, guys. Yeah. those are guys that play that had big roles on their on their past teams, and those guys are are going to be rotational pieces. Like this isn't this isn't okay. Here's our starters, and then here's our backups. Like here's our starters, and then here's our second group of starters. <laughs> like that's kind of what it feels like, right? Right. Like. Like here's our starters, they're a plus plus, and then here's our uh, other starters, they're a plus, right? Like, like yeah. that's what it feels like with this defensive line. So, like, man, they're gonna be, they're gonna be able, they're gonna be athletic, they're gonna be fast, they're gonna be big, they're gonna be run stopper. Like, you got, I, I, I have full confidence that LSU is gonna be able to stop the run. Um, I would be, I mean, it would be surprising to me if we have issues stopping the run. Um, I think the biggest thing for me, you know, is can, can we get more pressure on the quarterback? Got to, and, got to. And I think, you know, that may be an area of concern, uh, out of this group. It's gotta be better. For but I think year. with the additions that you've made and obviously, you know, you're going to have Harold Perkins that's going to come up and, yeah. and play, play some Jack in some situations like, that's dangerous. <laughs> like, I mean, in, in reality, Zach Harold and BJ was your pass rush last year. They were your pass rush. That was last your year. pass rush. That was it. I mean, they you gotta it. get more pressure. You but gotta get more pressure more. on the quarterback outside of just Harold Perkins. Um, you know, Savion Jones is gonna have to get pressure. Mason, Mason Smith, and Makai Wingo up the I middle. Definitely are want gonna pressure have to up the get, middle. Gonna yeah. get penetration. You're gonna have to get penetration. Um, you're gonna have to suffocate suffocate quarterbacks and that's going to take a group effort it can't be just one or two guys it, it's going to take a group effort and so the biggest thing for this unit is going to be can they generate pass rush up the middle and outside all together as a whole unit yeah. um that's going to be the biggest question mark for me with this team uh going into next season Zach, you know what's crazy is we named all these guys and we still didn't name two of the transfers. <laughs> we Which didn't even one? name Braden Swinson Braden and Paris Shan, man, from, from Oregon and uh, Arizona. And Paris so, Shan is very likely your backup to Savian Jones at the defensive end spot. Sure, sure. I, I mean, man, I, and, and Swinson in, in the spring game saw him a lot. I, I saw him a lot bringing pressure. Um, which I mean, he's gonna be he's gonna be another Jack, you know that yeah. that kind of rotates there with Ovi. Um yeah. So you know, again and again, like Braden Swinson, Parishan, like those are your backups. Like those guys are really good. I, I, I'm. It, it is going to be really, really awesome to see how Matt House and um, you know whoever is at defensive line right now. It's 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 uh, Yannick. 
you know, I, I, we don't know all the details with, with Jimmy Lindsay and what's going on with his, with his family and uh, the health, health issues. Um, but he's obviously not with the team right now. Uh, our, obviously our prayers and our thoughts go out with them, but who, sure. whoever's running the defensive line and, and Matt house, it's going to be really interesting to see like what they can do because there is so many guys I mean, you could run a group out there and switch the whole group, boom, and have another set and switch the whole group, boom. And, like you could have three sets of guys and just, I mean, hammer home. And, and then, you know, if you're, I mean, if if you're obviously you're not going to do that all the time. You're not going to switch all four guys out, all you know. But there, there's so many options you can do. You can go big. You can go small and fast. You can. It's, it is amazing what they have done in the portal. And in the the in high school recruiting to put together this unit, and it, it is far more improved and vastly improved from last year. Uh, when you literally, it was you know once Mason went down, it was it was Jay Roy, Wingo, and Guillory, and, and like that that felt like it was it, it was it there, and, and BJ and Ali. And then Savion, and then that was it. Like, like it was like you had six guys total, and you're running four out there, so you got two subs. Yeah. You know, now you're talking. You could run two whole other uh, units out there, in in terms of yeah. you know whatever you want to do. Whether you want to go small, whether you want to go big and stop the run, and or you want to go small and fast and and attack the quarterback. There's so many options you can do with this group. It's it's going to be versatile. It, not only is it going to be talented and and there's going to be depth, but it's because of that, you're going to be versatile in what you can do in terms of scheme. Um, so I'm really excited to see that. I, I mean, Zach, to, just to think about it here for a second, <laughs> we named our four starters, Savion, Smith, Wingo, Ovi. Then you got Braden yeah. Swinson, Parishan, Quincy Wiggins, Deshaun Womack, um, Jalen Lee, Jordan Jefferson, and Taji Hill, Jacoby and Gilroy, Taji. I mean, we're tw- tw- that's twelve guys. That's did 12 you mention? Guys. Uh, did you mention Braden Swinson already? Yes, yes. Jackson Howard. They didn't mention Jackson Howard. That's thirteen. So like, it, it is a lot of talent. Lots of guys that can do lots of different things. And it, and I think Zach, I think it is your deepest group on the entire team uh, in terms of talent and guys who can put, give you meaningful minutes on the field to me. Oh, and Jalen Lee. I don't think I, did I, maybe I didn't, maybe I did. I don't know, but it's, it's like 13, 14 guys for real. Um, yeah. I mean, outside of that, maybe, maybe running back. I mean, it's probably between those two groups. Yeah. I mean, running back is right there with it, but like, I, I mean, Major impact, meaningful minutes. I think D-line has the deepest, most talented group on the team. That That is my opinion. And, or, uh, and, and I'm kind of looking to see that this year and, and how that unfolds on the field because I have, I have high expectations. Because last year, like, we were pleased with what they did, but there was so much more that we could have done had Mason Smith not gone down, you know, had you had some more depth this somebody, year, somebody else man. had emerged, dude, like Zach, think about it with me. Like you think about what Matt house was able to do and the adjustments he was able to make. Yeah. And now think about what he can do with all of that. I, I mean, you're, you're talking like if, if a, if a team is, is playing you a certain way, okay, we can go with this personnel now to stop exactly. this, like at halftime, like we you didn't have that personnel. option last. Year. You didn't have that last. You year. didn't have the ability to swap out personnel, correct? To to adjust to the style of play that the offense was giving you, yeah, correct? And, and now you absolutely have that in, in in every way, in every way. You have numbers and you have talent, and I am super excited about this group. I think it is your most talented and your most deep group on the team. On the team, so. Zach, do you have anything else to add to it? I think that's it, man. Um, I am excited. The only thing I, I think I'll mention here at the end is, you know, I, I want to see what the younger guys do. I want to see how big of an impact the younger guys make. 
um, right. like Jackson Howard, like Quincy Wiggins, Deshaun Womack. I think those three guys, Quincy, Jackson Howard, Deshaun Womack, I want to see all three of them um, make some big impacts. I won't say major, yeah. like like, but, you know, I want to see them do some things when the other guys are out that you're yeah. like, oh, wow, like the future's bright for us there, right? Yeah, for sure, um, for sure. You know, I want it. It's a stat, as you said, it's a stack room. It's talent field. Um, let's show that talent from our ones all the way down to our threes, right? Yeah. I want to see that all the way through and through. I'm really curious. Like, uh, Quincy, oh, Quincy Wiggins was another one. I don't know if I named, uh, Quincy Wiggins last year took a red shirt because of his, his injuries. I'm kind of curious to see maybe if someone does this year. Um, cause look, obviously they're not going to use 15 guys on the defensive there's, line. This there's four. Well, at least 14, 15. I guys. think that'll make major impact. Like you're, you're, you're definitely three to four deep. Yeah. You're, you're going to, you're going to get to a, that's Zach, 14 guys in all reality with the group, Zach, we're going to get to about nine, 10 guys that you're using. I mean, kind of like basketball. You, when, 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 when it gets real, you you got like eight guys, eight, nine guys. That's what it's going to be like with the defensive line. And I'm kind of curious to see, you know, eligibility-wise who is used and, and, and how, how that is used. Um, because if you use like Jackson Howard and Deshaun Womack too much, which I think Deshaun Womack is going to play this year. I don't think he's going to redshirt. But like maybe there's a potential for a redshirt for, for somebody like uh, um, Howard if – it's not his time yet. If he needs a year um, to grow and build and, and mature because there's so much, like I'm kind of curious to see how they work out eligibility in, in that way. In, in, in that way. So, all right, Zach, I think we're, we're at an hour here. We'll hit one more final break and we'll come back and we'll get all of those comments that have, that have come in since we've started the D line segment and we will wrap things up right after this. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. You guys, been a great show. Appreciate y'all joining in and all of your input. Zach, speaking of input, let's see what we got in here. Last kind of final comments here. I see some stuff from RP and Brandon. Let's see. I want to see Womack and Howard. I want to see what Womack and Howard can do this year. I, I, I do think both Howard and Womack can make an impact. Womack's going to push. Man, I bumped it again. I bumped it again. Give me one second, guys. There we go. We're 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 back. We're back. We're good. Let me switch this camera. Good night. Not not our best night. Not our best night technically, but it's okay. It's okay. We're talking about LSU. Uh, Womack going to push for the Jack position before it's all said and done. Hey man, I I wouldn't put it past him, man. Uh, Womack was. Obviously, a five-star athlete. Uh, I mean, for LSU to go get him out of Maryland last year was really impressive for BK and this staff recruiting-wise. Uh, I mean, nationally, that was really impressive to me to go pluck a guy like that from Maryland. You know, that's Big Ten country. You know, you're kind of thinking guys like Wisconsin and Ohio State and Michigan State and obviously Maryland are are all in for him, but for LSU to go up there and pluck him from Maryland was really impressive. And, and he is, uh, he is going to be a star at LSU. Um, so maybe you get Harold Perkins all over again with Womack. I mean, you know, obviously not the same position, but maybe he is a guy where it's like, it gets to the point where, man, we could just, we just can't take him off the field. He is it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. RP. All right. Anything else that may be it. All right, guys, appreciate y'all joining in and all your input. It's been a fantastic show. Fall camp is here. Recruiting is hot. We discussed all these things. Everything is leading up to September 3rd. 
Sunday, September 3rd, for that opening day against Florida State. Can't wait, man. Really looking forward to it. Y'all be on the lookout for when we do our next show. We may have a special guest next show, so tune in. Special guest. Hopefully, we're, we're, we're wanting to nail that down, but special guest for next show, possibly. So y'all be on the lookout for that and the time and when we'll be doing our next show. Um, maybe uh, two special guests. Uh, possibly two. So y'all be on the lookout for that. Um, and we will see you here next time in the Tigers Avenue. Appreciate you guys. Five Star Hero, take us out. Peace. Who that, who that, who that, five star? In the LSU Tigers, LSU Tigers.